Welcome back, everybody, to the Bearded Men. Uh, welcome to this special uh, off-season episode. And we're happy to have all of you with us. And uh, please check us out at beardedmenradio.com. Send us your thoughts, your emails, and also check us out on Facebook, uh, iTunes, and wherever uh, great podcasts are given away for free. Uh, I've got two uh, lovely bearded men here, and uh, just thought we would go over our our thoughts on comedies. Uh, we just finished up the uh, comedy season where we, we reviewed, quote-unquote, the best comedies of all time. But um, we'd love to just get uh, your, your guys' thoughts on what your favorite comedies are. Was it one that we picked? Uh, should there be other things on that list? And would love to just get your thoughts. I've got uh, Bearded Man Dan, the returning champion, and Bearded Man Brent. And, um, yeah, guys, welcome to, uh, welcome to our little mini-episode. How are you guys doing today? Good, doing well. Good, glad you guys are here. Um, so, Dan, you're you're a connoisseur. You've been with us a long time, and uh, you're you're more of I I always think of you as more of a slapstick person. <laughs> and you were uh, you were on a, quite a few of our episodes this past season. And thanks to, thanks for being on this one too. Um, do you think that uh, we we reviewed, if I'm remembering correctly, Naked Gun and Airplane? And the birdcage, which wasn't uh, slapstick, but also also a pretty good comedy. Um, uh, what are your thoughts as far as the slapstick genre? I mean, would you have put more slapstick stuff on the the greatest comedy list? What do you think? I mean, Naked Gun is number one for me, so it's it was the number one film we reviewed. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so. it's hard for me to. I don't know. I, I like a, a really large variety of, of comedies, so I don't think I really kind of shoehorn myself into anything. So I'm open to... I don't think there's anything that I don't... Uh, like a style of comedy I don't enjoy. So, no, I'm I'm very open. So you think Naked Gun is the pinnacle of that genre? I would as, say as so, yeah. Film. Yeah. Better than the, the Smell of Fear, the second one, and the... The final yeah. install, the 33 and a third. <laughs> yeah, the first one for me, although there's plenty of great jokes littered throughout the, the trilogy. And the, the show itself, which yeah, is super... Un- yeah. no, one, no one watched, and it's amazing. Right, yeah. I think... I mean, we talked about it during that episode. And Brent, you could chime in on this, too. Um, the slapstick genre just seems kind of... It seemed like it got kind of worn out in the nineties and early two thousands. And you just don't see a lot like the naked gun anymore. Hot, shot, just kind of, hot shots part do you? Those are the same guys. And that was early nineties. Yeah. yeah. So That's what was, I'm saying. Yeah. Similar, uh... Yeah. I just, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Cause I think that that style of comedy has almost been like down a peg. Don't you think? I think that's valid. I think some people want stuff that's more, I don't know. I feel like sometimes watching modern com- comedy movies, they try to be really obvious with the comedy and there's not a lot of thought to it. So I think sometimes with slapstick, it's a little bit smarter. Some would say it's dumber. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I, but there's plenty, there's plenty of stuff that, it, Oh, don't get me going. There's really stupid stuff too. But yeah. I think, I just think sometimes there's more, you'll get more subtle jokes in a lot of slapstick, slapstick stuff that you don't in other comedies. Hmm. Well, that's actually a good segue. So, Brent, we, we've had you strategically on a few episodes this last season where they're a bit more... I know you're more of a film connoisseur critic. And I think... Uh, my question to you is, do you think that comedy has gotten dumber 
you know, do you think that we've reviewed a lot of these classic comedies and it's just, it wouldn't work today because you have to spell things out more. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think there is, you know, definitely kind of lowbrow comedy nowadays, but also some really good stuff. Um, I mean, did you guys do the Big Lebowski? We we did do the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Coen Brothers fan. Uh, the man who knew. Uh, sorry, no, that's not Coen Brothers. Um, <laughs> man who knew too little is. <laughs> that's that's what I'm gonna talk about next. But uh, yeah, the Hudsucker Proxy is one of my favorite comedies. I love like quick witted type comedies, you know. And uh, the man who knew too little was another. That's a Murray, you know, Bill Murray film. I really mm-hmm. like that one too. I don't know if you've seen that. Yes, very. Yeah, it's very. Good. Um, but I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of open to all different kinds of comedy. There's definitely some stuff that uh, I kind of groan about. Dumb and Dumber is not up there on my list of favorite. Which comedies. we didn't do. We talked nor about is, doing. Um, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nor is like some of uh, Carrie Jim Carrey's stuff. Some of it I really like, but um, you know, no, we didn't do a Jim like Carrey Mask and like yeah. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh. You know, <laughs> oh, I don't know what you guys think about those kind of movies, but um, below your taste, I, I yeah. like the more subtle humor too. But but then you know, but like Naked Gun and stuff, like that was kind of like in your face, I guess, a little bit, you know, and the slapstick stuff. I I do like that, you know. You forget how intelligent Naked Gun was, though, and how yeah, because it, it wasn't those. They were stupid jokes, but they were pretty intelligent jokes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if there's thought behind it, that, and it's clever, I really like that, you know? There you go. But I, you know, if it's just like the football and the nuts, you know, that can be funny too. But there's a place for that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a place for that. Um, so I was very, with this last season, so the listeners know, I was very draconian and uh, picked a lot of these. Fights. I did talk to Tyler, but I picked a lot of these myself. And, um, I'm interested to know what you guys would have picked on the list that I did not pick. You know, was there some film that really stood out to you that could have, you know, should have been in the best comedy is something that we reviewed and maybe it will be next time. We'll see. Dan, what did you think? Uh, for me, the most criminally under, underrated movie for comedy, just because I, I spent one summer when I was about 12 watching it probably once or twice a day is the uh, scary movie too. <laughs> which I think is a yeah. <laughs> hilarious movie. And I still, even yeah. though I know the whole movie, I, I still love that movie, man. Cause those are like the horror movies that I really grew up to. So I, you know, it was cool as like a, like a 12 year old kid to be able to really understand the references that they were lampooning. Cause the, the first scary movie I knew, you know, like I'd seen scream. Um, but so scary movie two was really cool to me. Cause even though it was meant for obviously an older group than I was, it was cool to kind of have something that felt, that was my own. So that was really cool for me. Like that was a cool moment as a kid to like, to get all of the references in an R rated movie when I was like, that was with Tim Curry, right? Yeah. That was the one with, yeah, not with, the, not with the, Leslie Nielsen. No, he's that scary movie three. He plays the right. president. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like the hell house. Um, gotcha. So that for me is just, I mean, it's, I spent one summer with Colby that you've met just, and he's oh, been yeah. on before. <laughs> he's, um, he's beauty man Colby. Yeah. Literally watching scary movie two, eating McDonald's and also uh, watching not another teen movie every day. So that was our whole summer. So that movie based on the influence it had on my summers is up there for me. I love that movie. This explains a lot about you actually. It does great taste in film. <laughs> great taste in film. 
<laughs> I, I was referring to your deranged sense of, uh, you know, <laughs> maniacal nature. But yeah, you know, your sense of film too. Um, yeah, Brent, what what about you? Is there? I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, what, I mean, uh, like the, those two movies there? that I mentioned. But I mean, I, I'm a big Coen Brothers fan. I would like to see more of those. Uh, I like uh, Raising yeah. Arizona. Is like one of my one of my all time favorites. The Cage. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, maybe like Three Amigos would have been a good one, you know. It's got a yeah classic comedy people, you yeah. know. It's got Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy. Uh, we did have yeah, one. We had Chevy Chase on for for uh, Caddyshack, but no, we did not have Steve Martin movies or Martin Short movies. Yeah, so um, I, you know, I, I have my favorites in different eras, you know. Yeah, I was also. Uh, you know, it was like college time for me when the Adam Sandler movie started coming out. So Billy Madison is, uh, I don't know if it's stood the test of time, but in in its day, I was like, that was like one of my favorite. favorite Oddly enough, when I've talked to people and I tell them the movies that we've got, we went over this past season, they always say, oh, there's no Adam Sandler film in there. Like it should, there should be Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, or The Waterboy, or something like that. Yeah, and it's I mean, just, I was just so afraid down, of those yeah. things not holding up. Like, those those seem like the definition of films that don't hold up to me. But, I don't know. I'm, I mean, other ones I wanted to include would have been, like, more classic ones. Like, I thought about putting Clue on the list, because I think that's a pretty intelligent comedy, which would have been good. Um even going like all the way back, like I would love to to see like some of the Marx Brothers movies and see if those could actually hold up. Uh, I I will admit I'm not, you know, too knowledgeable about them, but it would have would have been interesting old, to see it. Those old comedies definitely hold up for sure. I mean, there's just uh, you know Marx Brothers stuff, and even like you know Charlie. I don't know if you consider like Charlie Chaplin and stuff comedy, but there was. This is great stuff in those old movies for sure. It, I think they hold up, but I think there's also like a a disconnect to them as well. It's kind of they were made so long ago that it's tough. You don't relate to them as well as some of these other movies that we've done. Um, and also, we on our list we had no British comedy, which we probably should have. Like we should have had Monty Python. Um, yeah, Monty Python, know, Holy Grail. That's I, I love. Um, Holy Grail is an incredible film. Uh, I love the full Monty as a film too. I think that's a great comedy. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's uh, that. Any other thoughts you guys have? We're uh, we're ending out the season here. We're uh, happy that everybody went went with us on this journey. But um, is there any other comedians or movies that you guys would have included that you you didn't? I think maybe a little bit more uh, something more modern. Like I think Superbad's a really good example of a modern yeah, comedy. That's, that's a good really good. Um, yeah, and I saw that, I think it, I was 16 or 17 in theaters um, when that came out. And it was, it's, that movie still holds up so great. And it, it feels, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like anything, any time has passed since it came out. It's still really funny. The jokes still make sense. You know, there's nothing where you don't really get a reference. It, I feel like it's really good at not referencing the past too much. So you're not like, Oh, I'm too young for this. I don't get this. Like it's, it's a really well done movie that I think some people like to think about how much better things were 30 years ago. We've had some great comedy movies in the last 10, 15 years. Uh, 
And then recently we just had, because uh, Clue made me think of it, uh, I thought Knives Out was great. Um, and that was another comedy. Excellent. That. What, Brent's, I mean, Brent's been yeah. pushing that one on me for a while. Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> I mean, it's a great whodunit. And it's, yeah. I watched, I actually watched Knives Out and then like a week later I watched Clue and I think they're both similar and they're both really good in different ways, so. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, and then like another genre that I don't know if we were talked about too much is kind of like the the indie, like awkward kind of comedy. Mm. Big fan of that kind of stuff too. Like um, Juno, you know, like Michael Sarah. No, Napoleon know, Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite is a big Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like the Grand Budapest Hotel, like mm-hmm. Wes Anderson stuff, Moonrise Kingdom. Like I don't know if you'd really classify those as this is not, they're not traditional comedies, but I, I like that, you know. Wes Anderson yeah. is such a that's such a quirky pick too, because I don't I don't know if most people would pick him, but he is very funny. Those films are really good. I mean yeah. underrated, I think, in the, the grand scheme of things. But yeah, I mean it's uh it's so tough to go about the best comedies of all time and we're gonna we're gonna come back later in the year with uh another set of movies and uh we're glad everybody joined us on this trip. But um, yeah, go ahead. I got another. He's got another, <laughs> got another brilliant idea. Um, go ahead. <laughs> oh, Jason Bateman Game Night. Did you guys oh, see yes, I love that, that movie. I'm a big fan of Jason Bateman in his serious roles and in his comedy roles. He's just a tremendous actor. Yeah, Game Night's really. I thought Game Night was really well done. As someone that participated in Game Night for a couple of years regularly, it's it just keeps adding. It's really, it's really great, and everyone in it. Everyone in it contributes to the movie, I found. Like, even the characters that you don't think are going to come back, come back. It's, yeah, I love Game Night. Hmm. There you go. Great, well, lots of good recommendations for the off-season here. Um, yeah, we're going to wrap up this mini-episode, but uh, thanks, guys, for, for joining us for it. And uh, Brent and Dan, we hope that you'll uh, come back for the next season of The Bearded Men. Uh, for those that are listening online, uh, we are airing Lots of uh, lots of great stuff from Bearded Men episodes past this off season. Lots of great good, bad, and ugly clips. Um, lots of great quizzes, and uh, we hope that you're going to enjoy it. And we'll be back again with a new season uh, in the fall. Once again, check us out online at beardedmenradio.com and on iTunes, uh, Spotify, and uh, iHeartRadio for sure, where we're featured. So uh, thanks very much, everybody. Uh, Brent and Dan, thank you uh, again for joining us for this tiny little episode. You guys are great, as always. And uh, we will see you guys in the fall. Thanks so much. Bye.